Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 67 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, we have the co-founder of the hottest non-alcoholic beer on the block. Yes, I'm talking about Groovy. Annika is here from Groovy to tell us all about her story, how she started Groovy, and how her sober curiosity led her to create these products to fit into everyone's lifestyle. This is such a great episode and Annika really shares her tips and tricks on her Cerber Curiosity journey and what that looks like and what it means to her. The one thing I love more than non-alcoholic beers or trying tasty new beverages is saving money. If you listen to the end of the episode, Annika will give us a promo code for you can save that money, honey, and try Groovy for yourself. Without further ado, let's go. With all the stress and excitement of the holidays, it's no surprise that everyone gets overwhelmed. This year, let's do something different. Let's take matters into our own hands and take our power back. With the Sober Girls Guide tools, you will be able to do just that. Now, these are tools that I have personally used along my recovery. These are tools that I have used to get sober, stay sober, and to keep my sober mindset in check. Now, these include a 30-day challenge, two workbooks, one for anxiety, and one is a sober plan of action. These tools will guide you along your journey no matter where you're at. If you're just beginning or if you have a couple months and years under your belt, keep that holiday anxiety in check with a Sober Girls Guide tools. Head to a SoberGirlsGuide.com backslash tools to check them out today. Hello, Annika. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am great. And I am so excited to hear your story and to hear about one of my new favorite products, the Prosecco and your beer, um, and your amazing company called Groovy. 
Yeah. But before, before we get into all that good stuff, I want to know about you. I want to know about how this even, how you got started and what, what was your um, inspiration behind creating this amazing line of uh, non-alcoholic products? Yeah, totally. Um, it's kind of a funny story, actually, of how um, Groovy got conceptualized. Uh, so essentially, it's like our family business. Um, my brother, me, and my mom, and dad, of course. Nice. <laughs> um, and it actually was conceptualized to be a pairing product with cannabis. Um, oh, so, um, okay. Yeah. Um, as you know, we're Canadian and cannabis was legalized about a year ago around this time, um, last mm -hmm. year. And as a family, we actually attended a cannabis legalization party. And oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny, although, you know, it kind of turned into a little bit of a disaster. And oh. that being said, it's cause, you know, this was like a first time kind of exploring cannabis for many people that you know, I mean, it was kind of a multi-generational party. Um, okay. So some people had tried it before, others it was their first time. And, you know, in that setting, people were used to, you know, consuming alcohol. So mm. the two substances okay. were being mixed. So you're trying cannabis for the first time and you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm not really feeling the effects. So I'll just go back to my glass of wine that I'm used to. Right. And... Mm. <laughs> essentially went from like zero to a hundred quite quickly. And we kind of just took a step back and was like, this is not good. Like these two substances do not mix well. And, you know, people, you know, have not really experimented with that. And that's kind of where the idea sparked. Um, you know, we need a social beverage that is a non-alcoholic option. If cannabis is going to become more accepted and be in these types of social settings, um and yeah <laughs> right interesting and, and i guess from that is where we kind of dived into kind of exploring the na industry and really seeing what was out there at this time and realizing that there was still kind of that negative connotation with a lot of um the non-alcoholic beverages you know you were kind of and it was just your regular kind of loggers and then missing some you know punch and, and life to it as like a category mm -hmm. and that's really what kind of inspired us to be like okay like you know we enjoy craft um beverages and you know having something that tastes good and is fun and social but doesn't have the alcohol right yeah i mean up until lately our industry the non-alcoholic <sighs> industry has been extremely limited like all i knew about was oduls and that was eh lackluster yeah. at best yeah, or exactly. you know we'd have sodas like if i see another cranberry and soda as my option at an outing i'm going to scream <laughs> and i mean what so, was that there was also uh you know like you almost wanted to hide it you know it was always trying to blend in look exactly like your beer bottle and like you didn't want people to know that it was almost non-alcoholic right and and that's where we we're kind of like, oh, this is so sad. Like, that's so underloved. You know, we should be proud and, you know, want to share that. And like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Proud. Proud is the operative word here. Um, so what is your personal experience? Um, I know we were talking about this earlier. Would you consider yourself sober curious or how would you classify your journey with alcohol? 
Yeah. So I would definitely say, um, I mean, I guess I kind of started drinking more or less in college and it wasn't really something that like I thought twice about, you know, I was just your average girl kind of going with the flow, you know, I mean, mainly was really in social settings is where I was drinking and that tended to be a lot, you know, especially in university. Um, and I guess it was more around, uh, fourth year, fifth year, actually, um, my last year of university. And that's where I kind of started to question that relationship just a little bit more, you know, I was focusing Mm -hmm. more on school and kind of, you know, I was doing, um, a lab study and stuff and was just kind of like, well, I don't need to be hung over and I don't need to have this beer right now, but you know, why am Mm -hmm. I, why, why am I going to do it then? Right. And right. Um, yeah, so that kind of questioning kind of began about like a year and a half ago, but I think it's really accelerated with Groovy and launching Groovy and moving to Denver, um, to Mm. do so was really where I was like, there are so many occasions where, you know, a non-alcoholic beverage is the perfect replacement and what I was actually looking for there. Um, in those situations, I didn't need the alcohol. It was really more of, you know, the inclusion of the social setting of, you know, being at dinner with friends and cheersing and not going to be like, I want to choose my glass, my, um, glass of water. Right. Yeah. Um, And I guess that's where you also kind of realized and started reaping the benefits of exploring that alcohol free lifestyle. Right. Um, yeah. Just feeling so good all the time and having, great sleep and waking up and ready to tackle the day, um, having more time to go to my yoga classes and cook meals, which I love doing and realizing mm-hmm. like what was alcohol adding to my life in those situations. Right. Um, exactly. like I said, there, there is a, there is now a perfect replacement for me to enjoy drinking my own product, obviously. <laughs> and being like, Oh, all I really needed was a groovy, I guess, because I didn't need the buzz or anything in those situations and didn't right. crave it. Like it wasn't going to add anything to me. Right. Yeah. When you were in, um, in your drinking years in like college, your last year of college, what mm-hmm. do you think you were drinking to gain? I mean, yeah, when I look back at it, it was really about the social, social, I guess, kind of social anxiety, right? And, and mm. following the crowd of what everyone was doing and that idea of being left out, right? Um, oh. I, I worked at a kind of like a happy hour bar. It was just on Thursdays and it was a dollar beers. And oh, wow. you know, it was just expected that you would go and drink. Like, you know, there mm. was no thinking twice about that, but when I look back, especially in my fifth year, I was like, you know what? Like I, I went to a lot of those sober and and you definitely felt a little bit of that pressure. Like, Oh, well just have one beer, you know? And at that Mm. time I felt that I was giving excuses or I don't even know if there were excuses. I have quizzes on Friday morning. So whether that would be like, I actually didn't want to be hung over for my quiz on Friday morning, or I wanted to deter the like questioning at the event. Mm. But, um, it was just, yeah, that very much social environment um, that kind of gave me anxiety. Right. And, you know, you felt like you couldn't really say no, which now I realize, yeah. like, okay, I don't need that in those settings. It was yes. um, really interesting, actually. This weekend was kind of like a little bit of a self-study for me. So I okay. I recently moved back to Toronto just for a little bit. And, nice. um, yeah, it's been good so far. 
Um, yeah. So you grew just, up in Toronto, right? Yeah, I grew up in north of Toronto is where we grew up. And um, okay. Groovy is a Canadian company, but we chose to move to Denver and launch it there. Um, okay. One being the craft beer scene was really big, two, the whole mm-hmm. cannabis industry, and three, kind of just the lifestyle um, in Denver being a really ha- uh, healthy, active lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where the whole family kind of got in the car and drove across the country to launch Groovy. Um, but yeah, so Canadian. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So what has it been like, you know, reintegrating into maybe your older social circles? Um, how has that been for you? You know, now that you've had this time away, how has it been being back? Yeah. So it was interesting because I was having uh, all these mixed feelings going into the weekend, like one, I was so excited to see all these friends from university that I hadn't seen in so long. And two, like, wow, I've changed a lot over the last time that I've seen these people. And the last time I saw them was a very much drinking culture environment. And so I was just really nervous. Like, am I going to find this really hard? And, you know, like, what kind of questions am I going to get asked? And those kinds of things. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, and I kind of took it as a self-study to be like, how how am I going to survive in these types of environments that I was okay. used to with alcohol, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess I realized a few things. I mean, one of the nights we actually went out to a bar and I realized how much I love dancing, right? Like oh. whether I needed alcohol or to be completely sober like I was and be able to just enjoy being on the dance floor and like, I mean, yeah, get silly on the dance floor and, and dance with my friends was something that I totally enjoyed. And yeah, I look back at it now and I'm like, okay, I guess I didn't need alcohol to just, you know, get groovy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Love it. <laughs> but then at the okay. same time, I also realized how many drinks I had to deny in a night and taking that in and like, wow, like, this is crazy. How did I used to do this? Like if I if this were to happen now and I were to accept every one of those drinks, like I would, I would not wake up feeling good at all. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. And kind of taking that shift of a, like a mindset on if people are judging you or are they not? Cause in reality, I realize, and these are a lot of my close friends, so they're not, you know, they're supporting me and being like, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, you don't need to drink and you go into it thinking that everyone's thinking about you and being like, Oh, why isn't she drinking or, or whatnot? But, and the truth is they're having a fun time on like drinking alcohol, I guess. And they're not noticing that. Right. So it's, you need to make sure that you can have a fun time along with them. And I think that was my biggest thing. I was telling my friends, I was like, what I don't want is for you to think that I'm not having as much fun as you. Right. Because I think that was the thing, like, oh, but we're all together, so like, you have to have fun with us. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I am, I'm totally gonna have so much fun. So don't think that I'm gonna have less fun because I'm choosing not to drink alcohol, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, and and it's funny because like maybe how you show your fun or how you're showing you're having having a good time may look different now. Like maybe before you were hanging from a chandelier. I don't know. That would. (laughs) that would give a good clue that you're having a great time. And maybe now, you know, I don't know, are you a little more subdued? Or how do you think you show that you're having a good time? 
I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, you notice it in different ways and you clue into what kind of conversations are actually like meaningful conversations, you know, that you're having with people. Um, that as well as like, like I said, like for me, like just dancing and being surrounded by people that I genuinely always enjoy spending my time with, like that, that's always yeah. going to be enjoyable to me, right? Um, and I just, for myself, I did not need alcohol to enjoy that anymore. Nonetheless, I woke up the next day feeling like, oh, I feel good today. Like, how are you guys doing? Right. But yeah. I still hung <laughs> out with them like all night. And yeah, you know, it was, I mean, I think I definitely probably would have left a little bit earlier had it like, you know, not been a bit of a reunion weekend or something, but that's okay. fine too. Right. Like yeah. you can stay until you are not having fun and be like, okay, I guess this is probably time for me to go. And you still went yeah. out and you still had that social environment. And I think that's, what's really big you know like choosing Absolutely. to still partake in those kinds of events because um i mean that's what we've really found especially my brother as well we're both young and we we don't want to miss out on those things you know we still enjoy going to concerts and we still like going out for dinners and those aren't things that you should have to sacrifice because you're choosing not to drink right totally absolutely yes i mean i think we've really given a lot of power to alcohol Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that's, that's one of the other things on my journey that I've really, um, you know, noticed more is just being aware of like how prevalent alcohol is in society and how yeah. it's, it's just, you know, even just ads and the talk, like how, how it's like, oh, it's been a long day at work. You know what I need? Like a glass of wine. And that's become like a saying, right? And right. All those things that you just, like I never thought twice about, but now I'm so aware about, and I'm, I'm just always like, huh. Okay. Like my ears perk up to like alcohol talk. Right. And I'm yes. like, hmm, that's interesting that you say that that's not necessarily yeah. true. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's just that awareness. And I think that's, what's like really important is creating more of that awareness. So, you know, even if people are choosing to drink, that they're aware of that setting and it's not like a mindlessness, like, you know, just take shots and don't think twice. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it's like second guessing yourself. Like, why do I actually need this? Like, what is this giving, giving me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's, what's so crazy is we uh, like have done a lot of events and pop-ups mm -hmm. in Denver I mean, we really make it like part of our mission to get out there and like meet the consumers and talk to them and like learn their stories. And mm -hmm. through that, it's just funny because it's like so many people also think that we invented this category of non-alcoholic beverages. It's like 
It was never something that crossed their mind. And we're just kind of like, what? They're like, how would you think of this idea? This is so crazy. Like beer, but no alcohol. And you're like, yeah, like, what? Okay. And that's just supposed to show you how many people have never even thought about it, right? So that they're thinking that you're inventing this entire category. But that's, that's creating that awareness and you'll have them try it and they'll be like, whoa, this is good. I could drink this. I'm like, yeah. yeah. You totally could drink this, right? I love that. Yes, like education, you know, like, and just us even having like these conversations and having this like podcast has Mm -hmm. opened my eyes too. like, you know, I don't know everything in the world. I'm the first person to say, I don't know what the heck this is, or I don't know where this came from. But Mm -hmm. I love to know and I love to ask and and use this platform to educate people because i think it's you know once we get the conversations going once we hear stories like your story or whoever's story it it takes the fear out of something new yeah no totally it, it, it takes this the fear factor down a notch um and people may hear something that you're saying and relate to it be like oh like I totally understand that. Like I used to go and drink and think that people were only watching me. Like I'm mm-hmm. a one woman show, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really powerful to have these conversations. And I think it's absolutely hilarious that people think that you have invented this category because something <laughs> along those lines just happened to me last week. Really? Um, oh my God. It was it's it's great, but it's almost kind of comical at the same no, time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's yeah, it, it is a category by yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had um, my first sober girl mixer in Vancouver. Mm. Yes, I saw and, that. Yes, and it was so amazing. I was blown away of how amazing, how many people showed up, how just the great energy uh-huh. and and it was just such a great time. Um, I was completely thinking something different was going to happen. Maybe it was just me and my mom hanging out at the bar, drinking mocktails. But <laughs> it wasn't. That's so good <laughs> I, to hear that. I was just so, oh my God, overjoyed, really, is um, the reaction. And what actually ended up happening is the local news stations showed up and covered the event, which was, again, wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah, and so great to get again the education to let people know that this is available. But also at the same time, it's like if the news was like these people are at a bar and they're not drinking. Is that a like, possible like, thing? <laughs> yeah, are they having fun? Are they? Enjoying- <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, it was just it was so funny. Like oh, like what a groundbreaking concept to go to a bar and not drink alcohol what are you going to do with yourself it was just it was really funny but also like oh yeah I guess people have never thought of this before so yeah exactly but that's the great thing is like even getting that reaction you're like wow that means I really taught something you learn something new right um Mm -hmm. And even I, I found that especially, so we, we're trying to get into a lot more of the restaurants and, and the bars because those are the social settings and those are places that you go out to and you want to have the option in those places, right? It's one thing having it just in the liquor store for you to take home, but 
you don't want to be right. like deprived of being able to go to one of your favorite restaurants and not having, you know, a fun option for you to drink. And absolutely, what I really just tell people, I was like, create that conversation. Like, I mean, even anyone to who's listening to this podcast, like, if you go to a restaurant, just ask, ask them for their non-alcoholic options, right? Because that's yeah. teaching them that this is an industry that's growing and that people are searching for those options, and it's going to stick in their yeah. mind next time that. Oh yeah, well, you know, people have been coming in, they've been looking for something, so we should carry something. And you're like, yeah, exactly, because it's going to deter mm-hmm. people from coming to your restaurant or bar if you don't have an option for them. And I think that's only going to get a greater and greater um in the future as more and more people kind of go along on this sober curious journey or whatever journey they are taking and reducing how much alcohol they're drinking and, you know, searching for those options, really. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because yes, being in a restaurant, being in a bar, those are key trigger points. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's a key component, you know, to going out and connecting with other people. Um, I think, and I hope this is what it's going to turn into. Um, you know, how like, you know, there's vegan options at pretty much yeah. every restaurant or, you know, food stand or wherever you're at, there is a vegan option, there's a vegetarian option. Sometimes there's even a gluten free option. Mm-hmm. I hope that this will become almost like a dietary um, option. Yeah. Yeah, like if you don't have an option there, like you are going to start going out of business. <laughs> Other places. Yeah, right. Go to someone who is. When I have a question for you, when you're mm-hmm. like selling your product or pitching your product to a bar or a restaurant, has it been a hard sell? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. Um, I mean, I do a little bit less of selling directly to the restaurants. That's more my brother okay. and yeah, my boyfriend and my dad, all the other boys. Okay. Wow, um, it is really a family affair. I love it. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah. but definitely, they're definitely a harder sell than for sure, like liquor stores or, um, even grocery stores. And you'll see some, some of them will be on that trend and they'll know that they need to carry options, but sometimes they're like, no, like, 
what? I don't, I don't need this. Like, I don't get asked enough for these options. I have an O'Doul sitting in the corner. And I'm like, well, two mm. things. Like, one, you have to have the options on your menu because sometimes they just have, yeah, some, some sort of NA just sitting in their corner. No one knows about it. So I'm like, who's going to mm. order that then, really? Um, mm-hmm. And two is just really kind of them noticing it themselves, right? They have to kind of know that the need is there. And so that's why I'm really saying like, it's important to ask, even if you're almost sure that they don't have an option, still ask because that's going to make them be like, okay, I keep getting asked this question. I need to do something about it. Right. Right. Um, And I mean, there's lots of people that we've talked to who, yeah, choose their restaurants or bars based on what non-alcoholic options they do have. And Mm -hmm. it's not like you should only even have one. You should have a variety out there because they're, are interesting options and just like you don't carry one beer usually you shouldn't carry one non-alcoholic beer right and that's why we created a line of you know craft um different flavors that are really unique because people want something just as interesting if they're um choosing non-alcoholic versus alcoholic there's so many craft alcoholic options why should there not be non-alcoholic options exactly yes and you've done that with tell us your flavors that you have is, is it flavor yeah. or type like <laughs> yeah so we have two beers right now um oh. one of them is an ipa um which is probably our best seller because i mean there's tons of ipa fans out there and okay. i always remember this one story uh we were at um like a market and this one girl came up and she literally started crying in front of us. It was so emotional. It was so inspiring oh. because she was such an IPA fan and has now is not drinking um, for whatever reason that may be. And she was just so ecstatic to find an, a non-alcoholic IPA that she could enjoy, you know, and she's mm. like, I need to buy three cases of this right now. And you, yeah. I was just so moved by that. I was like the fact that like our product just moved someone to tears is like wow that's where you have those moments and you're like this is this is awesome um and then we have yeah seriously and then we have a sour beer um it's called a vice and Mm -hmm. it's based off the german berliner vice which is a sour wheat beer so that's that's the first sour beer that's out there um and that's also a very hot skew of beer that's out there you know, um, okay. it's a very refreshing, definitely like a summer, summer vibe of a drink. Um, okay. And it's super low calorie, that one. So I think that's also what gets people a lot. I think it's 26 calories for the can. Um, oh, nice. So you know, it's, it's really about also maintaining your health um, when you're choosing to not right. drink alcohol. Right? And so it's like, if you're not going to be drinking, you also don't want to be gaining all these ca- unnecessary calories, right? Um, so yeah. it's, it's you don't have to compromise on that. Right. And then we Which also I said, have... Da, 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 mm-hmm. Prosecco. <laughs> Yay! Honestly, my favorite. But um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, we've, we really mean to be doing wines and beers because yeah. that just kind of creates that variety, right? Not everyone is looking for beer or you don't drink beer or it's not gluten-free, right? Where um, mm-hmm. our Prosecco and hopefully down the line a few other SKUs um, provide that option and you can make mocktails with it and get funky with the Prosecco as well. So it's just kind of creating that variety of choice. And usually we find that like between those three, 
you know, people can fall in love with one of them, right? That's so great. Yes. And I love, I love the Prosecco personally. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute. I mean, your brand is so, it's so appealing visually too, because I love the, the bright colors and it's just, it's fun. It's fun to have yeah. in your hand. It's, it's interesting. And it really feels like you've put a lot of thought and care and attention mm-hmm. to these products. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean is like what we thought it was a really underloved category and we wanted to change that. And like I really said, is be proud and have those bold colors that stand out. You're not trying to hide your can anymore, right? You're, you're trying to show it off almost. And yeah. um, those bright colors just make it fun and lively. I mean, it's cool to not drink. You don't have to feel any shame around that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what we were going for with that, along with, I guess, the name Groovy, um, which is really taking an old word, which used to mean, you know, get silly, get fun. And now we're taking that and putting it on this non-alcoholic beverage, showing that, you know, you can still have fun and get groovy and be silly and be social without Mm -hmm. alcohol. Um, I mean, I guess our goal is really to kind of create it in an an environment where it's just as normal and to pick a non-alcoholic beverage as it's now become to choose alcohol, right? And mm. that there is no questioning around that option. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, I wanted to, to jump back when we were talking about, um, you know, maybe needing a glass of wine or needing alcohol to kind of relax or, um, you know, take your stress away. What do you do personally to relieve that stress and actually manage your stress mm-hmm. besides drinking now? Yeah, I mean, totally. I've kind of, because you have so much more time where you're not nursing hangovers or anything, mm-hmm. is really um, yoga is like kind of my like love. I, I've really made it a priority more recently yeah. in my life. 
kind of go to a yoga class every day. And that's really more for my soul than it even is for a workout or my body, right? Um, It's just kind of that re-cleansing and kind of, yeah, de-stressing. And I I used to handle stress not so well in school, um, Mm -hmm. get super anxious about deadlines and things like that. And so it's kind of just my breather. Um, But I think the other thing is I also really enjoy just journaling and kind of, you know, I get so anxious with so many things to do and how do I organize my thoughts and, and journaling is just the key to that. And I like at the end of the night, will kind of just make my list for the next day and figure everything out that I have to do. So when I wake up, I'm like refreshed. I already have my plan and I can like go from there and it lets you let it all out at the end of the day. You know, if you still have any stress there, you can just like put it down in the book and, you know, kind of, okay, good. I know what I have to do tomorrow at least. Yeah. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. Getting those thoughts and feelings and mm-hmm. emotions just out of your own head. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, I just, I think we just bottle everything up so much and just, you know, you just need to get it out. I feel like the tip of my pen is just like extracting mm-hmm. these feelings and emotions. And I just feel so much lighter yeah. after getting it out and, on paper. It's amazing. And I think it's like, the key is really making that like a habit, right? Because yes. you do it a few times, but if it really becomes a habit, then like you said, you can't really bottle it all up because you're doing that every day. So every day it's kind of a way of like releasing that stress. And mm-hmm. um, I, I studied the brain, so I know the power of habits really. And yeah, you know, consistently doing that um, is just, yeah, yeah. You got to do it like, like you said, I mean, like you have even a 30 day challenge, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's a way of creating a habit. Um, yep. And yeah, I mean, I really admire that you have that 30 day challenge because what I've noticed more recently, and I think we touched on this earlier was that point of, you know, creating that conversation. And yeah. I think I would have used to have been scared to, bring it up that you know oh well I'm not drinking but now it's like I want to share that and I like feel so good all the time that I'm like I want my friends to feel this way as well right yeah and that's why I'm like just try doing like 30 days you know and like if you look at it from a grand scheme like our, our lives are so long 30 days is such a short amount of time like mm-hmm. if the thought of you know 30 days without alcohol is so scary to you, then that's already something, you know, that's some questioning that could happen just by thinking about it. Right. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's how, that's, that's one of the pivotal moments that helped me to get sober, to be completely honest, giving Mm -hmm. myself, you know, cause thinking about getting sober and saying like forever, like I'm not going to drink ever again is terrifying. Yeah, of like, course, of course. Forever is a very scary word um, mm-hmm. for, for anyone, you know, relationships, whatever. Um, I think it's like, I think it just sets you up for failure. I really do. Because it's so, un- it's so, it's hard to gauge, like it's hard to track forever. So when I started off with just 30 days, Mm-hmm. It was it was like chunking that bigger goal down and making it more manageable and being like, okay, I can, you know, I'm at two weeks. Now I'm at 30 days. Maybe I feel good. I'm going to try another two weeks or maybe another 30 days. It just really created that space that I personally needed 
Um, whereas when I approached it as forever, it was so daunting that I did, sure. didn't even want to. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't no, even want to. That's so true. And exactly, like I said, like 30 days is not that long. Like you can mm-hmm. do anything for 30 days, really. Um, yep. So it's just taking that step and yeah, trying to reach that first goal. And then you kind of reanalyze and be like, how do I feel? And yeah, yeah that's what I'm really trying to encourage my friends. I mean, dry January is obviously a well-known um, month, but I'm like, you guys have never tried this before. So at least just try doing it for this month. Right. And yeah that talk to me after and then we can like bond on like how good our sleep was versus how shitty we felt hungover right like yeah that sounds better than me but like let's come together to celebrate like let's not commiserate <laughs> let's celebrate something and change the conversation that's exactly. so <laughs> so funny that you say that yeah and I, <laughs> another kind of like I know this might be a weird kind of cop out or I don't know it's just it seems kind of funny to me but like when I started my 30 days and all, you know, the emotions that were coming up or whenever it got really tough or I felt like I had to like white knuckle it through, mm-hmm. I it was almost easier and I could be like, you know what, this is, I'm just doing this for 30 days. Of course, I'm going to feel like this. I'm doing this for 30 days. It's like I could almost redirect that like, not pain and suffering, but those awkwardy kind of moments. Yeah, you um, encourage yourself. You yeah. Say you you can do this because it's only thirty days, and then you know, yeah. and you go, oh, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> exactly. If you're like, oh, yeah, I feel super weird and awkward right now, or I'm at a bar and everyone's drinking, but it's just thirty days, so it'll be fine. Like, I can do this. Yep, I can hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really also interesting for me to be kind of on this whole journey with my whole family as well, which is. It's interesting, is you know, so I mean, cool. especially with holidays coming up. Um, that's usually a time yeah. where that pressure around alcohol is, is a lot stronger. And as a family, mm-hmm. we're all kind of on this sober curious journey together. And, you know, we what we're in situations where there would be, you know, gin and tonics and stuff like none of us feel inclined for that. So we're like, eh, well, that's fine. You know, it's not like you even feel the pressure because there's someone there that would probably really want the gin and tonic. We're all like, nah, we don't need it. So interesting yeah. <laughs> so family that, everything together that is so cool i that is so <laughs> awesome but it's also like speaks to that energy of needing and wanting mm-hmm. yeah, they're very very different energies when you know to have to need something is yeah. is a really tricky place to be because that that's mm-hmm. that's a that's an awkward place to be um, I always tell like clients and people like who are wanting to not drink and they always, they're always like, oh, well, I need to stop drinking because of this, this, and this, or I need to stop drinking. No, mm-hmm. reframe that you want yeah. to stop drinking because this, this, and this are what you're going to gain from it. Yeah, because exactly. That's where you're going to find the success is if you know that you want it, right? That's shifting your yeah. mindset Yes, absolutely. And that shifting between needing and wanting uh, is life changing. It really is. Yeah. I think even, um, oh my God, I was watching The View um, with like Whoopi Goldberg said, if someone says they need you, run, <laughs> run to the hills. And I, that, I, I never understood that until I'm like, 
oh, I think I might need alcohol. And that's a really dangerous place to be, like having to rely on a substance. Yeah, of course. I mean, I still find it so crazy how it it is the only drug where you have to explain why you're not using it, right? And that's something, right? I just need... I need that to change <laughs> um, because yes. it, it's yeah. Like in society, if you think about it, like no other drug would you ever have to say, Oh, like there's no reason why I'm not um, going to try this or that. And for alcohol, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, one drink won't hurt you. Just one drink. And it's like, you would never tell someone to take like one hit of, you know, heroin. Like you would not. Right. right? So no, it's like no. that conversation should change. I just think it's so crazy. I always, mind boggles me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. So Annika, where can we find Groovy? Yeah. So um, currently Groovy is only in stores in Colorado. Um, Hence, we only actually launched last May. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, But we have online sales, which is keeping usually me and mom really busy packing boxes. (laughs) Um, and we ship across the states and even more exciting is we're launching Canada. Um, so hence me being in Toronto now. Um, yeah, we're starting in Toronto and hopefully in January of 2020, we'll be able to have, um, shipping across all of Canada as well. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this upcoming year. I think, you know, things are moving really quickly. And so hopefully we'll be able to be in more stores in more cities. But there's a way for you to get it. You can order online. You keep us busy. <laughs> we write our little handmade notes and we send them out for you guys. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that your whole family is involved and <laughs> the passion you have behind your product and your company is is really nice it's really refreshing yes thank you i mean it's been so amazing to be honest and like i said you get those little moments and you're just really inspired by them and it just motivates Mm -hmm. you to like really keep growing and seeing even just the industry itself is growing so much and new products are coming out all the time which you know is awesome like like Mm -hmm. i said there should be an abundance of products in this category um yeah so yeah well, now we know and we get to support each other. And like we said, you know, ask, ask your local restaurant, ask your yes, local bar, you know, get the word out there. Let's start these conversations. Yeah. You know, we're coming yeah. up into a new year. Let's step into our pride. I feel the good energy of 2020. It's going to be a good year, guys. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Oh my God, you're so cute. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and your story with us. It's, it's really lovely. Lovely to hear the, the background behind such an awesome product. Yes, thank you so much for having me and being able to talk about this and share that story. Yes, let's keep sharing stories, girl. How amazing is Annika? And as promised, I have a promo code for you listeners out there. If you would like to give Groovy a try, either their non-alcoholic beers or try the Prosecco, 
you are getting 15% off when you use promo code a sober girl. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and just being able to create this space and share these stories. I think is so important and your feedback has just been amazing. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. We love to keep the comments going and love to get your feedback. Follow us on a so- on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and check out the blog. We have our ultimate holiday guide up there on the blog at asobergirlsguide.com and check out our tools, tips, tricks, workbooks, you name it. We got it. We got your back. Have a great holidays and have a great day.